It's been my joy to travel around uh, the church this morning and just give my perspective on what God has done amongst us over the last uh, five years. I want to welcome you if you're new to Kings, maybe your first week or been coming a few weeks. Great to have you here. Hope you don't mind us just marking this moment as we give thanks to God for what he's done uh, amongst us in our recent history. Um, I've led the church over 20 years and in the first uh, 15, 14, 15 years, the church grew every year, and we got to a point where we were just full on the Catford site here, and we had a decision to make. Do we just kind of settle and are happy with that, or do we reach again? Do we, in, in fact, break camp? And uh, uh, that's what we decided to do, and we uh, launched out, and as you know, we now have sites in Lee and Downham, and of course here at uh, Catford. So that's what we're celebrating. Let me read the scripture to you. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people go through the camp. And tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. I mean, obviously for Joshua, this is a whole new moment of leadership and it's a big challenge. But he's fulfilling prophetic promise. God has promised land, but he's got to lead the people into a new season, a new era. And he does that with great courage. And you know the story. They cross the Jordan. There are battles ahead. Uh, Jericho's coming, uh, but they establish uh, the land. Uh, we, uh, we felt like that some five years ago when we had got to this place and we decided, uh, firstly, that we were approached. There's a massive building in Lee. Would you be interested in buying that? You've run out of space. So we said, yeah, we'll have a look at that. And in the end, got involved in a massive, massive multi-million pound building project again. And then the church in Downham said, would you come over and help us? So we said, fine. And so we suddenly went from one a church with three meetings on one site into a new era. And um, I don't think we really knew what we were taking on. It's reminded me at times of ha- about having three sons leading this church. I mean, I do have three sons, as you know. I have Ben, Josh, and Sam. Well, sometimes it's like having Catford, Downham, and Lee. And sometimes people go, they go, I just, you give me more sweets to Downham. You're giving more sweets to Downham and, and um, you, you spend more time with the people at Lee. You spend more time, Joshua, than you do with Samuel and things like this. And you're parenting, you're fathering, you're pastoring a church that's going through radical kind of transition. It's a whole new era. Now, a, a bit unlike the passage, I am not dead. Moses hasn't died. Uh, I, I don't intend to do that for a while. Uh, but it was... God willing, uh, it was a, uh, a completely new era. Bill Gates says you can un- overestimate what you can achieve in one year and underestimate what you can achieve in five years. And we can look with some perspective now on what God has done amongst us. It is remarkable. Um, and it, it's at times been very challenging, but we can see the blessing of God. And that's what we want to do. And uh, uh, at each meeting today, each site leader has shared a little bit of their story, particularly related to this site. This site gave hugely in people, leadership, and finances, and continues to do that for our mission, our, our sense of prophetic promise of the land we feel God's called us to take. But it has transformed this church this last five years. We are a very different community than we were five years ago. Uh, five years ago, and these numbers are just helpful indicators. Of course, behind every number is a person, uh, just as Simon told that great story about Joe. 
But um, uh, just uh, in the year approaching, uh, oh, the year before we went multi-site, there would be about 990 people on average at King's. Easter Day or a big dedication would have about 1,100 here. It was great. And this year, we now average over 1,400 on a Sunday, and a big day is over 1,700. That, that statistic alone, is a, it changes a lot on how you do church. You add in the complexity of multi-site, and not three meetings, but six meetings. I mean, it really does mean that the church we're a part of is very different. The, um, the sites at Lee and Downham are both doubled in size. Now listen to this statistic. This statistic came from the church survey that you so willingly filled in. I found this out this week, and I still haven't recovered from it. Okay, listen to this, and, and, and dwell on it over the coming days. 57, between 57 and 60% of the church were not attending five years ago. That is, six, that is 800 people were not coming to this church over five years ago. In fact, how many of you here have joined Kings in the last five years since we've become a multi-site church? Put your hand up. Right, nice and how. Or maybe you're just visiting today. The vast majority of this room, I would say maybe 60, 70% of it, weren't attending the church. I mean, that is that alone from a point of view of... That means you have not heard something I preached six years ago. Which is quite good news because I was thinking to suggest I could just sort of... <laughs> roll out and you know no preparation I just have a five year cycle okay because those of you who were here you can't remember what I said anyway so um, but just such is the change in the church one of the most encouraging things as Simon alluded to that you know in the last term in our transform series uh, 90% of our adult Sunday attendants were in groups last term that's fantastic probably the most challenging aspect of this new era has been in the area of our leadership in fact, two and a half, two years into being a multi-site church, we literally hit the wall. I've been preaching live five times uh, on a Sunday, too often. They've actually done some research that if you do that, in the end, it does psychological harm to you. Okay, it is not good for you because of the adrenaline and the, yeah. And uh, we literally hit the wall. And we had to walk through one of the most difficult times we've walked through as a church, which was we had to re-engineer the whole of our pastoral and the whole of our administrative stuff, which is difficult enough in a corporate context, but in a family, it's really tricky. Yeah? <laughs> because you, you, you want to do it pastorally and well. And uh, so we took a whole year to do it. And it meant a whole group of our team left and a whole group of new people joined. Such was the kind of new era we're in, the new leadership challenge we faced. So Nick Ferguson, our youth pastor, left. Nick's a great guy. He's recently con uh, we've recently reconnected. He phoned up, said, could he come and chat? We've had a couple of lunches together. He's an elder in a church in Gloucester doing so well. I hope to get him back to preach here through the day on the Catford site soon. And, um, but he moved. And then David Misselbrook, who... Uh, if you've been here in the length, uh, for any length of time, I know David and Ruth. Now in Bahrain, David was one of the key trustees, one of my close advisors for 20 years. He, he moved. Ben Welshman, who was leading our Downham site, is now an elder and pastor in a New Frontiers church in Bristol. Martin Alley retired and moved to Salisbury with his wife Ruth. You remember Martin? We now hear that Martin is advising that church on multi-site. 
So he's become the strategic gift to that church. Now, Martin had many strengths, pastoral and things like that, but we used to laugh about his strategic gift. Now he is the expert on multi-site. Uh, well done, Martin. Of course, Mick Taylor, who preached here last week, now pastoring in Bournemouth. And of course, the sad, but the, the right news that Robert felt was time to move on. This, this is one of the big challenges we face. And of the scale of church we are now is that you have this huge movement going on. 800 new people in five years and pastors moving. And one of the things that we've got to do is kind of adjust into this, this new era. At the same time, we've had loads of great people join us. So Tristan, who is our executive pastor and is going to lead the Lee site soon. Charles, outstanding young leader, has he done so well. Gulam, who was on the site here, went to Lee to help there. Neil, who's been leading worship. Cindy, where's Cindy? Is she here? Uh, well, she's phenomenal. I won't embarrass her again. She'll, what a great leader she is. Andy Floyd, who has become a trainee pastor at Lee. And then we changed also our whole governance and all our elders and trustees with Simon Lindley and Ayo uh, becoming elders. Aussie in the middle there become one of our trustees. William DL and Quaker becoming elders. So that even how we oversee and lead the church was radically repositioned through this five-year period. That is quite a lot of change, folks. And that's why occasionally you think... <gasps> Yeah, and hundreds of people joining and people moving. If you get to a church of this size, you have people. I, I have people come out to me nearly every week saying, "Thanks, Steve, you're a great pastor. We're leaving." And a little bit, oh my God, I'm leaving again. And then someone else you've never met before, and they're looking at you and you're thinking, "I wonder what they're thinking," and uh, they're thinking, "I wonder what he's thinking." And you got all this movement, and it's a part of the new era. Secondly, Joshua led the people into new land and he had battles coming he had a jericho coming you know this was military occupation so they're going to take land and they had jericho's coming and you know the story of marching round and they see great success it's one of the number of battles they needed to fight i think the biggest battles we face the jericho's we face as i've mentioned already is the movement of people for a time for 18 months on this site we were unable to regularly open a creche that is not great when you're trying to attract young families. Because we'd given so much of our core people. Uh, we do now. It's great. We've recovered. But it, it, it was a huge challenge. Thank you for hanging in with us. Um, the challenge is just continuing to raise the finances. I'm amazed at the generosity of this church. The fact that we're raising £400,000 a year just to service our multi-site extension without taking up any big push offerings. I don't know if you noticed that. We haven't had a big push. I haven't come to you recently and said, we're a bit behind everyone. You know that chat I do about every 18 months? I haven't done that. Are we doing it? We're doing 400,000. Well done. In fact, in May, when we do our next multi-site offering, we're going to take up 20,000 to give away to the Ebenezer Project in Zimbabwe. So please come prepared to give to that, uh, that moment so we can help those who are really vulnerable. I think going forward, one of our Jericho uh, challenges, are, 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 are we battle fatigued? Are we so, you know, if I stood up and said, we're going to do a fourth meeting on the Catford site and we need a number of you to serve, you're going to go, <laughs> come on. Or you're going to, let's break camp, let's make it happen. Or you're going to go, oh, God, no, no, me too, battle fatigued. Look, I come here, I come here so you to heal me up and send me out to do me day, me nine to five. Not, well, no, I'm sorry, we're not that type of church. We'll be wanting to go again soon, won't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think one of the big Jerichos we face is, and I've been thinking about this and praying about it the last couple of weeks, is the debt that we have. 
Do we want to continue to raise 400,000 for the next decade? That's what it's involved, folks. It's a 15-year project for about five or six years in. Or do we want to sort it in five years? I'm, I'm, this is like coming with a health warning. If you're new, listen up. If you're here for a long time, please stay. No, okay, we are, I, I am. I haven't talked it through. It's not like a decision. haven't discussed it in any depth with the elders. But I'm wondering, if, could we do it in the next five? Partly because I'm 53, and I'm really interested in legacy. But I thought, God, I could leave this church for another decade, and then some young guy's going to come along and live in the good of it. Okay, I'll get to 63, we're debt cleared, let's go. And everyone goes, well, yeah, we're, we're talking about let's go. When are you going? You know, uh, um, um, so I'm, 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 I'm thinking ahead. So I'm wanting to pull the future into the present because I, I wonder whether we could have, you know, could we have a, maybe a, a five to ten year period where we really, uh, what could we do together with all that we've learned and probably save ourselves some money over the time as well, but... Uh, Anyway, health warning, church. Um, we'll come back to you if we, we go through on that one, of course. And then lastly, why, are we, why do we move? We move because of prophetic promise. We move because, well, Joshua moved because they've been promised land. They're not moving in unless God has spoken to them. And we have done this because we generally, before God, believe God spoke to us. Um, I expressed this once in January 2012 through the Defining Moments uh, a message, and this literature reproduced. There are some spare copies around if this has gathered dust or you've never read it. But it tells the kind of prophetic journey and which Simon has alluded to in the sense of a church that shows mercy and mission and builds maturity in people and releases people into ministry and multiplies. And then, of course, the other key prophetic word that I've lived with is this, you've heard me say it before, the Niagara Falls and the Victoria Falls, that Kings is like Niagara Falls, it's a really massive, strong church, Niagara Falls is dramatic, you stand next to it, the noise is amazing, I've done that, uh, but compared to Vic Falls, which I've also had the privilege of going to, which is a mile long, it's just of a completely different order, and the prophetic word to us was, Look, Kings is like Niagara Falls. This is a strong, well-resourced church. We are very blessed. Uh, but there's a big call upon us, and it's far broader than what we are just doing here. And uh, at the moment, that could be worked out, for example, in my role within the New Frontiers family of churches, where you know, I'm in meetings talking about how do we plant hundreds of churches across the UK. Now, we do that because, of, we do that because you serve in creche. You turn up early to practice for worship, uh, because what God has done here has given us uh, permission to serve on a wider field. There is a massive vision for us. I still want you to know that in my heart, I think there are more sites, more meetings, and more people to reach for Jesus. Okay? And uh, I dare to dream. If I was dreaming five years ahead, I would say, could we be 2,005 sites? Will some of you go to another site if we opened it up in New Cross or into Beckenham? Would you go? Would you, be, uh, would, you, would you help us if we do that? I mean, that's the, that's the future. That is Because what we've done over these last five years is literally transition from a church that worked this way to a church that works this way. And, oh, okay, now we've got a foundation laid, which means that we can start to think about these things. Um, and uh, we're just trying to judge the pace so that we have enough health, that we don't multiply into smallness, that we multiply out of strength. And then I dare to dream if we could clear the debt in five years, then could we really accelerate in the next five? And uh, maybe go to 10 sites, take some of these great young 
men and women that are coming through that want to serve God and we could provide an environment where we could accelerate and reach, uh, I believe, into 3,000 people. That would be a big step towards what God had said we are to do. And um, that's what we're uh, endeavoring uh, to follow, in the sense, God's promise to us. And so whether you've been here for more years than I have, or this is your first week, can I ask you, keep stepping in. Keep contributing. Play your part in fulfilling all God has called us to do. Amen.